0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Capps. You cannot believe with your head what you can believe with your heart. That's what he's saying. You can't believe that you can speak to the mountain and it move and be cast into the sea with your head. That's the reason a lot of people don't ever get into this. They try to get it in their head. It won't work in your head. It only works in the heart. You can believe things with the spirit man, with the heart, that you can't even begin to believe with your head. But you can renew your mind and get to where your head won't fight you over it all. time. See, and that's what we're talking about. That's the reason we're teaching on this. Get your mind renewed. Sets the law of faith in motion. The Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians, the 4th chapter, verse 13, makes this statement quoting from an Old Testament scripture. See, he says, We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believe and therefore speak, he said, We also believe and therefore speak. Now that's the way it works. What you believe, you speak. And what you speak, you'll believe it stronger every time you speak it. See, it causes faith to come. So, Paul is saying this here, you're really setting this law in motion, this spirit of faith and this law of faith. Then Mark eleven twenty three and 24, see, falls right in line with that. And then, of course, Luke the 17th chapter, verses 5 and 6, where Jesus said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say unto the mountain, or to the sycamore tree, be plucked up with the root, be planted in the sea, and he said, it would obey you. So all of these things is telling you how it sets the law of faith in motion. No, I'll be the first to tell you, it's not going to happen just because you say something. But saying it is involved in putting it in motion. See, sometimes people get the idea, well, that confession stuff is just too mechanical. They're just trying to make God do something. No, no, we're just speaking what God said in agreement with it so that it'll change the heart. It'll cause faith to come. It'll renew the mind. It'll keep the answer before you. It'll set the law of faith in motion. That's why we do it. That's why we speak it. That's why we should speak God's word. Even though when outward circumstances says it's not true in the natural. See, there's some things that's true in the Word of God that should be true in our lives. And as far as God's concerned, it's that way. I mean, He doesn't have to do a thing in the world to cause it to come into line with the Word of God, but it's a matter of us setting these things in motion. And you gotta start somewhere, see. Sometimes people say, well, where do I start? You have to start where you are. See, don't ever try to start up there where somebody else is. Now, this is where more people get in trouble with the faith in the confession message, is trying to start where they're not. (laughs) I'm going to say it again. I think I've said it many times, but it bears repeating. You can't build a third story on a vacant lot. (laughs) You've got to start where you are. So you may start by confessing. You'll get a parking place when you go to town, you know. You won't have to walk in the rain to the store, you know. So start where you are. Develop yourself in the small things. Don't reach out and try to confess a million dollars or something when you're not developed to that. See, you've got to start where you are. It'll work and you'll get developed in it just as well in the small things as you will in the big things. And you finally get to where you can believe God for bigger things. You see, and confess and find out what works, what makes it work, and what will short it out. See, you can make some confessions that sound good, but do them in fear. There's people that confess God's Word in fear. It sounds good. They're saying the right things, but they're doing it in fear, see. It has to be done in faith. That's why that you have to continue to do it. Some things that you speak, you won't believe them when you say them. You know it's true in the Bible, you know the Bible's true, but it's not true in you. But if you speak it, if you confess it, if you proclaim it long enough, you'll go to believe in it. See, what you speak, you believe. Now, let's go on to the last but not least, so we can wrap this up. Number seven is that it puts the angels to work for you. Now, many people have never realize this, but the angels are listening. To the words you speak. The Bible says that the law was given by the disposition of angels. In other words, they were there when the law was given. The angels were involved in it. Now let's turn to the latter two verses of Hebrews 1. said, so, To which of the angels said he, did in time, sit on my right hand till I make thy enemies thy footstool? Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? Now, this scripture tells you that the angels are ministering spirits. They're sent here to minister for those who are heirs of salvation. And thank God, that's us. If you're an heir of salvation, then they're here to minister for you. Supernatural beings, angels, the ministering spirits of God, they're here to minister for you. Now, go with me over to Revelation, the 22nd chapter. And let's notice what the Apostle John said. We'll read from verse 8 and 9 of Revelation 22. And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And what I had heard and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel, which showed me these things. Then saith he unto me, See thou do it not, for I am thy fellow servant. Now this angel told John, said, Man, don't worship me, I'm your servant. And you missed a good place to shout. See, we haven't realized some things about angels. This time we did, that they are our fellow servants. They're servants of ours. One translation said, A fellow slave of yours am I. And of thy brethren, the prophets. Well, you may say, Well, I'm not a prophet, but this will get you, and of them that keep the sayings of this book. So if you keep in the sayings of this book, then the angels are servants. Your servants. Now, you can't just go around telling angels to do this and do that and change oil in my car and <laughs> do this. <laughs> now, you ought not have to say these things, but you do, see. Because whatever any truth you come up with, somebody's going to carry it too far if you don't just hit every angle of it. But yet, angels are listening to what you say. Because what you say has a tremendous effect on what they do. See, we thought, well, I don't know, I guess God just tells all the angels what to do. But he's not telling them all what to do. Now, God does send messages by angels from time to time, and they're used to, they're called messengers. But yet, there's something more powerful in this. Over in Psalms 103, let's get to that, verse 19 and 20. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, but his kingdom ruleth over all. Now notice, the kingdom ruleth over all. Where is the kingdom? It's inside you. He rules in the heavens, but his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Now the angels, he said, are doing his commandments. What is considered the commandments of God? David said, God's word is his statutes. See, he called the Word of God commandments. Now, Mark 11, 23 says, A man will have whatsoever he saith, if he believe and doubt not in his heart, but believe what he says will come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, the angels know that. They know what the Word of God says. It seems that the angels are sent in the earth to minister for us and to make sure that God's Word comes to pass. What God's Word says. So they are listening to what you say because what you say many times gives them an assignment for them to work on. If you're saying what God said, then you've assigned an angel or many angels to go and to cause that to come into manifestation. Now look at it right here. It says, Bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Now, notice, they hearken to the voice of God's Word. Now, did you notice that this is the Word of God? This is God's Word. But you can hold it up to this microphone and it won't say a word. It has no voice. Now, angels hearken to the voice or, we could say, the sound of God's Word. Now, you begin to get a hold of it, aren't you? With this book here, there is no sound to it. But they hearken to the sound of God's Word. In this book, there's just not a whole lot it's doing. But now, if I can figure out how to give God's Word voice, then the angels will hearken to what I said because it is what God said. So in the Scripture it says, Give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, so bountifully and you'll reap bountifully. Well, that's in the Bible, all right, but you can lay that on your billfold and it won't cause it to change. But now if you give voice to that and begin to speak it and confess it, then the angels that are standing by you daily listening to what you say, it becomes their assignment because they hearken to the voice of God's Word. And it becomes an assignment for them to see that it comes to pass. God's Word says a man will have what he says if he believes and doubt not in his heart. Now if you believe in doubt not in your heart, then the angels are assigned to see that that comes to pass. Now, it may take weeks, it may take months, it might even take years. But you just rest assured that it's working. This is what God said. They hearken to the voice of God's Word. So when I begin to say, thank God, I'm redeemed from the curse of the law. I'm delivered from the authority of darkness in the name of Jesus. I'm blessed coming in, going out in the basket in the store. No weapon formed against me will prosper. But thank God, whatever I do will prosper because I'm like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I've just given voice to God's word. And the angels have just left here right now going to see that that comes to pass. They'll do it. They'll do it. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you all this week, our offer will be CD offer number 7413. That's four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling, a total of $34. Entitled, Why Confession Works. Now, what do we mean when we're talking about confessing? Confessing the Word of God Saying what God said about you—that means to say the same thing. So when we're talking about confessing the Word of God, there's several things that you're doing. Number one, it renews your mind. Paul wrote to the Romans and said, "Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." Now these are tongue talking, Bible toting, fool gospel people. But he said you better do something about your mind. Their spirit got born again, but their mind hadn't been renewed. They still had wrong thinking in their mind. Now, you renew your mind with the Word of God by saying what God said. Paul, writing in Romans 10, says, The Word is nigh you. What Word? The Word of God is as close to you as getting it in your mouth and speaking it into your heart. That's the way you transfer the Word of God from the pages of the Bible into your heart. And in the parable of the sower, Jesus likens the heart to soil that will produce anything you plant in it. So it's important that you say what God said about you, regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstance. First of all, it renews your mind. Doing very little to change the circumstance, it changes you first. Changes the way you think. And then, confessing the Word of God creates faith, because faith is in the Word of God. That's where it's resident, in the Word of God. The way you get it inside you is by saying what God said. That's offer number 7413 entitled Why Confession Works four CDs for $29 plus $5 postage and handling a total of $34 we have a toll free order line 18773969400 18773969400 until tomorrow this is charles caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated god is exalted and yes jesus This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.